0: Hello Graceway, this is David Chow. I am part of the Mark Bible Study teaching team. It is Monday, October 7th, and today's podcast is about a new teaching on purity and defilement. We are looking at Mark 7, 1-23. through 23. Let's jump into things. I will be reading from the ESV. Now when the Pharisees gathered to him with some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem, Then you no longer permit him to do anything for his father or mother, thus making void the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down, and many such things you do. And he called the people to him again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him. But the things that come out of a person What comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. This is the word of the Lord let's remember some of the context that preceded in Mark 6. The single most important demonstration of Jesus' divine power is his feeding of the 5,000. With five loaves and two fishes, Jesus fed those following him. They all ate and were satisfied. There were 12 baskets of leftovers. Food is about life and death. If we do not eat, we will not live. What is true about physical life is equally true about spiritual life, as the Gospel of John reminds us that Jesus, the Word of God, is the bread of life. With King Herod's feast preceding the feeding of the 5,000, the theme of eating connects chapter 6 with chapter 7. In chapter 7, verses 1-2, through some Pharisees and scribes observe that Jesus' disciples eat with unwashed hands. This goes against Old Testament purity rules. They ask Jesus, why is this so? Jesus responds to the accusation with a new teaching. Defilement does not come from outside us, but from within us. What we eat does not make us unclean. It is important to understand some of the Old Testament background regarding identity markers. What sets off a group as distinct from other groups? God had originally declared some foods to be unclean in order to make Israel separate as a holy people, distinct from the nations. Like circumcision and Sabbath observance, the food laws were not merely a matter of personal piety, but were social identity markers of Israel as the people of God. To surrender these divinely given identity markers would be unfaithfulness to the commands of God. Old Testament purity rules included 613 laws concerning the washing of hands, cups, pots, and vessels. Purity was attained through washing external surface areas. Purity rules prevent uncleanness from entering the body and the community. Purity resides in specific external actions relating to hands and mouths. It is these purity laws which make Israel separate from its unclean neighbors. One of the big themes throughout the Gospel of Mark is the contrast between the kingdom of God and earthly kingdoms. In chapter 6, Mark sets up a contrast between King Herod's feast, which serves Herod's self-interest and results in the death of an innocent man, that is, John the Baptist, with Jesus' feast, which serves the interests of the poor and results in sustaining life. The contrast between King Herod's feast and the feast hosted by Jesus shows us that the kingdom of God is unlike earthly kingdoms. So here, in chapter 7, Mark shows Jesus' new teaching about purity and defilement. Jesus offers a radical new teaching. In verse 15, Jesus says, There is nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. No food can defile because it enters only the stomach and has no effect on the heart, which is the center of thinking and willing that determines the real character of a person. People can still be defiled, but it is not by what we eat. Defilement is a matter of the heart and the actions that proceed from the heart. Jesus offers a new teaching about purity. Purity in the kingdom of God focuses on the heart, the interior. For Jesus, purity resides in a person's interior, in faith and right confession of Jesus as Lord. For Jesus, the new purity rules are inclusive, allowing Gentiles and the unclean to enter God's kingdom. The unclean are no longer judged externally, but internally. This radical new teaching about purity and defilement in the kingdom of God is intended to radically change the social order and relationship between Jews and Gentiles. Jesus offers this new teaching about purity and defilement in order to break down the barriers that separate Jewish from Gentile Christians. This new teaching will also facilitate the church's mission to the Gentiles. The church as the people of God is defined by a new set of identity markers and a new sense of purity and defilement. This new teaching is not the 613 purity laws dealing with external surface areas that need to be washed, but rather what marks the new people of God is a purity of the heart. Socially, this means that Gentiles are included in this new kingdom. This new purity law that allows the inclusion of Gentiles into the kingdom of God is a radical new teaching. It blows up the existing social order about who is unclean and clean. How is God speaking to you through this passage? Who do you identify with, spend time with, talk with? Is God challenging you to identify with, spend time with, and talk with other people as well? I will leave you on that note. Until our next podcast, this is David Chow signing off.